What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the RC Element Podcast. My name's Todd, and uh, I run a YouTube channel called the RC Element. Also, also have a helis only channel for helicopters called the RC Element Heli Edition. So, guys, it's been cold, cold, cold. I haven't been RCing outside too much lately, guys. Uh, not much surface, not much surface uh, electric stuff or nitro. Um, I did get a SAB Goblin Raw 700, and that's mainly what's been keeping me busy lately. Uh, but I'll get into that later on, more about that. Um, uh, what's new on the channel since uh, last uh, the last podcast? It's been another probably two months since I've made it, uh, since I did a podcast. Um, uh, well, on the heli on the heli edition channel, um, I do have five new uh, videos up there, and that's all all about the SAB Goblin Raw 700, the unboxing, kind of the unboxing kind of the build kind of the first flights a little bit of everything so i got five different videos showing the whole process of that on the heli edition channel but then i took all five of those videos and edited one video together and cut it up and shortened it up a bit and put one video on the rc element my main page because the cut the, the goblin raw is so cool i couldn't uh could not leave it off of the main rc element channel as well it's a badass helicopter and like i said we'll get more into that later um besides that um doo -doo -doo -doo. i made a few videos on my arma typhon 3s a couple like uh, uh i guess you could say repair tips quick tips videos um one is how to adjust the th the slipper the slipper clutch on the uh, 3s model um the easy way to do it and another video I did was with the Arma Typhon 3S about the wheel coming off with the axle still attached to the wheel. It goes flying off. What to do with that? And most of you know what to do with that. You need to thread lock that screw that holds the axle that holds the axle on. Because I don't think they come thread locked from the factory. But I could be wrong. But mine have been flying off. <laughs> and ever since I thread locked them, they don't fly off anymore. Uh, sorry if you hear that uh, computer fan running. I have to keep my laptop closed because I'm out in my truck filming again. Well, recording again because I never get new privacy in the house anymore. With three girls and my wife. Four girls. No privacy. <laughs> so, um... Besides that, I did make a little short video um, called The Cat and the Crawler. When it was snowing, I got my little uh, crawler out and did a little video of that. A little 15-second video. Um, and, like I said, my Goblin Raw video is up on the RC Element as well. Uh, I actually haven't been too busy with RC. It's just been cold. And I'm talking, you know, in the teens and in the 20s in the daytime, down in the single digits at night. Uh, I'm ready for summer, guys. As soon as summer hits, I am RCing like crazy. <laughs> so... Well, let's go ahead and move on over to the little bit of stuff I did with Surface Electric. So, let's head over to Surface Electric. Surface Electric. Um, Alright guys, my Arma Typhon 3S. Um, 
I'm not sure if I even mentioned, yeah, I mentioned I got that model on the last podcast. I got a new, brand new Arma Typhon 3S. Uh, I got 15 packs through it so far. It's running awesome. I've been bashing the crap out of it. I love that little budget, uh, budget-friendly 3S model by Arma. Um, the only thing I've done to it damage-wise is I bent one of the shock, shock shafts. Um, the wheels keep flying off, which I made a video about that you have to thread lock the, the screw, the set screw. Um, slipper keeps coming loose. Well, it came loose a couple times, um, but hasn't... No, I think it only came loose once, actually, but it hasn't did it since. Um, let's see. Like I said, I've got my crawler out, my um, Axial SCX-102. Well, actually, it's the, it's the clone model, that All-Star, A-U-S-T-A-R model um, with the extra speed Jeep body. So I've been working on that, trying to get some upgrades for it, um, and I've been taking that out, running it. Um, I did get a, a He-Man figure for it, for the driver's seat. <laughs> I got the Skeletor. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen that Skeletor hanging around the hobby room. But um, I put Skeletor in the driver's seat. Um, I purchased some aluminum shock towers and body post, and also aluminum, like, they kind of swivel, the magnets, which already had magnets on there that came with the Jeep body. But they were it wasn't very good it wasn't very durable at all uh, i had the plastic post and had everything just glued and jb welded it was terrible so i have some legit aluminum uh body post and everything and this thing this thing's solid now um it did cost me about 60 bucks for all those the for the aluminum shock towers the body post and the little aluminum swivel magnetic part for the top i guess it's not too bad considering how durable it made it um but besides that that's all i really did on the surface side of the hobby um i am going to order some more stuff for that um jeep the uh jeep build um slowly going to piece that together get some stuff oh yeah i did get some of those uh those halo headlights the ring or the rings around the outside of the lights they're real popular on the jeeps and on this this one I got, you can change with the auxiliary switch, you can change the color of the lights, green, yellow, blue, purple, uh, I don't know what other colors are on, there's a bunch of colors, and then you can do like a rainbow, then you can do flashing, you can have the center, center part lit, and the outer ring lit, it's cool, it's really cool, man, I love them, they were only like 15 bucks, um, so you really had to do some, uh, some Dremel to get them in there and some hot glue and stuff, but I made it work and they're pretty sweet. So that kind of inspired me to get some more aluminum parts for that uh, for that Jeep. Um, I'm probably gonna get a, a light bar and a new front and rear bumper, uh, just some, some cool accessories, probably like a winch, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Anyway guys, that's it for the surface side of the hobby. Let's head on over to the air side of the hobby, which I've spent most of my time in the last two months. Time to hit the skies. All right, guys, the air side of the hobby. Let's talk about helicopters, RC helicopters. Uh, yes, I did get a SAB Goblin Raw 700. Been wanting that thing for a while. 
It looks so badass. Um, <laughs> I've watched so many videos of people flying it. It just looks so cool. SAB's designs are just out of this world. Their models are beautiful. The instruction manual is just so easy to follow along and build the model. Um, just love it. I love SAB stuff. Um, so yeah, I got the raw, and what I did was I transferred all my electronics out of my uh, SAB Goblin 770. And it, I love the 770, but it's just so big. I mean, the raw is a 700, so you're looking at 70 millimeter longer blades on the 770, plus the booms a lot longer. It's it's a lot bigger now that I got the the raw built. That 77, sorry, that 770 is really uh, really huge. Um, so like I said, the build went amazing. Having, I didn't have hardly any issues. The only issue I had was with the head when I was building the head. Um, I had some binding. I don't know if it was the thrust bearings or what, but it was kind of stiff once I had it all together and I tightened down the two bolts on each end of the blade grips, um, to the spindle. Um, but... Yeah, so I tore the I tore the head back apart and relubed everything, the thrust bearings, put some different lube on there, um, made sure everything was seated properly, um, put it back together, tightened everything down, and it was a little better, but it was still stiff. So I left it be. Um, once once I got everything together, the hell head together, and it put everything the the blades on and everything, it kind of it felt pretty loose, but. Um, now that I've got some flights on it, it's really loosened up, so maybe it just needed to break in a bit. Um, the seat, so the bearings and everything seat in there properly. So yeah, guys, the build went great. I got it all together. Um, I was super nervous about taking it out for the Maiden because I never built the 700 uh, size helicopter. So I double, triple checked everything, all my, make sure the servos were going direct, the servos were working properly, everything was centered, the the V-Bar Neo software I had set up properly, made sure that when I tilted the helicopter to the left, the it went to the right, the servos made it go to the right, um, you know, everything that you need to do to make sure it's set up properly. And I was pretty confident everything was proper, so I took it out for the Maiden. Um, I didn't film it because I was afraid that it was going to explode in midair, <laughs> so I didn't film it. Um, but the Maiden went pretty damn good. Um, I was super impressed by how powerful the thing was. And I was, I had the, the, um, the, uh, bank. Well, that's another thing. My banks, I'm using my old DXI, not DX, uh, DX6. So I'm using my old Spectrum DX6 transmitter and I couldn't get all the banks to work. I, I messed with it forever trying to get all the banks to work in the V-Bar software. Couldn't do it. I mean, I can only get one bank to work, bank three. I'm pretty sure on my 770 I had two, at least two banks working, but I don't know how I did it. It's just that DX6 isn't really uh, made for for these advanced uh, models and the software, but it's really making me think I want to get a uh, V-Bar, um, I'm sorry, the uh, Mikado V-Control, which will make life so much easier. So that's a future upgrade I, I want to invest in, but it's expensive. Whoosh man it's expensive so anyway i got bank three working i set bank three to 2000 rpms uh, took it out for the maiden and like i said it flew beautiful 
only thing I had was some tail wag and some head wobble. When I really punched the collective, it wanted to wobble a lot. The head would just really wobble. And then when I cut the thing hard, the tail would, would wag real fast. So I was like, okay, I'll just bring my gains down. So of course, if I had a V control, I could do it right there on the spot. But no, I had to take it back inside after my flight. I went ahead and finished the flight. Just took it easy. Just took it easy on the collective. Um, but it sounded so damn cool. <laughs> it sounded awesome. I was like, yes, baby, it didn't explode. Um, took it back in, uh, pulled the gains down to like, I just took them down like five, five points, brought it back out again. Uh, I don't know if it was the next day or the same day, but I kept doing this, took it back out, still had tail wag, still had head wobble. Next flight, took it back in, took the gains down again. Anyway, I kept doing this, kept getting tail wag, kept getting head wobble. Took the gains all the way down to, I think I was down to 50, 50 or 55 on both head and tail, and it was still doing it. I was like, something's not right here. It must be mechanical. I mean, all along, when I'm going through this process, I'm checking the, I'm checking mechanical issues as I'm, you know, pulling the gains down, making sure everything's moving freely, the tail's not binding, you know, the push rods running smoothly through the, through the little hole it goes through, you know, all that stuff. Um, and I was confident it wasn't mechanical because everything was perfectly smooth. Um, so I finally figured it out. And like I said, if you watch my videos, I even say it in the video, I'm a total dumbass. <laughs> so you guys that are used to using the governor in the V bar, which I never use governor hardly ever on any of my helicopters. I just do straight throttle curves in the transmitter. Um, the 770 was the first model I used the, the governor on because you have to with the V bar Neo. So, um, yeah, I, um, I realized I was setting all my gains. I was lowering all my gains in bank one, which I don't use. Bank one ain't working. Bank two ain't working. I didn't realize I was setting all my gains down in bank one and it wasn't affecting bank three. You got to set the gains for each bank according to the head speed of each bank. So bank one was, the gains were really low, but I wasn't using bank one because I don't know how to get it to work with my DX6 is confusing bank three thought I was pulling the gains down in all the banks but I wasn't so bank three was still up at like the default 80 100 whatever the default uh, gain settings were so I was kind of happy and kind of pissed at the same time I did pull all the gains down in bank three took it down took it back outside and man this thing's an animal it flew beautiful I'm still having a little tail wag when I turn to the right. I don't know why, but not left. Um, but everything else is gone. I can punch it as hard as I want now and really uh, unleash that beast. And I'm having a blast with it. I'm glad I purchased that model. Um, besides that, I'm, I'm, I'm up to, I think, 15 flights on it now. It's so addictive. I love it. <laughs> um yeah, there was a bunch of things I did, and you know, as I was going through the process of figuring out what was going on, I retightened the belt tension. Uh, all of that. Another thing that was wrong, 
I didn't change was the gear ratio and the software and the V-bar software, which was causing my head speed to be on that, I think it was only the first or second flight, I figured that out. The head speed was really up there. It was, it was screaming. And I was like, man, that don't sound like 2000. That sounds like 2500. It might have been. Because um, the gear ratio was wrong in the, in the V-bar software, I still had the default gear ratio set up. So I changed the gear ratio the gear ratio to what the manual you know, called for and it seems like it's perfect now uh like i said retighten the belt push rod um make sure everything was right in the v-bar configuration rebuilt the head i did that i centered the head and at mid stick um so i did all that as i was troubleshooting and you know nothing helped but now we got it figured out Anyway, guys, uh, that was about it for the SAB Goblin Raw 700. Loving the model, loving the way it flies. It's such an animal. I love it. I love the size a lot better than the 770. It's it's manageable. That 770 is huge. Uh, you wouldn't think, you know, 70 millimeters would make a huge difference in a model, but it does. Plus, it has the big, you know, the big boom, and this has the, you know, the pod and boom style. Uh, the pod and boom style like you know most traditional models so it's cool it's really cool i love it so that's about it for the rc helicopters i have to, i didn't fly any other helis i've been just mainly focused on that for the last month or two and loving it so that's it for the helicopter side of the hobby guys let's move on over to nitro nitro power I did nothing with Nitro, guys. Absolutely nothing. The only thing I did with Nitro is listen to uh, the No Name RC podcast with uh, Lefty the Great, Keenan. Um, that's about the only thing I've been doing with Nitro is listening to Nitro podcast. Um, I know the DNC's coming up, so that'll be pretty exciting. I think he mentioned on there that uh, David Ronafalk signed with um, Mayako. Um so that was kind of a shocker uh the viking david ramafalk um so besides that nothing else with nitro guys as soon as it gets warm i'm going to start start getting these surface vehicles out uh guys that's about it new releases and news there's a bunch of new stuff i just ain't got time to go over it like i said i want to dedicate more time to the podcast but i just don't have time um, I don't have time to sit down and, you know, research all the new stuff. and It's a lot of work involved. <laughs> so, I definitely want to do it in the future, dedicate more time to making a podcast better. Um, podcast shout-outs, do it next time. I have a list. You know you know the podcasts I listen to. Love them. Keep, keep me uh, into the hobby. Keep me motivated. Keep everything passionate. So, anyway, guys, it was a short one. But as soon as it gets warm, they're going to get longer. These podcasts will get longer. And I'm rambling. So, hope you enjoyed that podcast. Till next time, the RC Element. <laughs>